Okay, we have another her on the street. I'm here with Irina, and I'll let her introduce herself and explain her poster. Hello, I'm, uh, my name is Irina Buckle, and I work at Mata Research in uh, University of Queensland in Brisbane, Australia, and uh, we are interested in looking at um, rage, and um, all, we actually developing a neural rage um, antagonist to prevent type 1 diabetes, and my poster is all about rage antagonists in type 1 diabetes in an OD mouse model. Um, so essentially, rage is um, immunoglobulin type receptor that is um, actually expressed in a lot of cells. But the reason we are really particularly interested in rage is it is uh, upregulated in islet autoantibody positive individuals, and it is um, associated with type 1 diabetes progression. And we know that blocking rage increases the functional uh, regulatory T-cells and it actually arrests type 1 diabetes development in not mice. So we um, did a bit of a study where we um, essentially looked at immunological profiling after just the two weeks. Uh, oh, sorry, I forgot to mention that the beauty of our treatment is actually an orally available uh, drug. Right. And we're treating our mice orally with the idea that it is, of course, much better um, option for individuals with type 1 diabetes. Um, so these mice were treated uh, for the immunological study. These mice were treated just for two weeks daily. And we are looking, um, uh, we have published previously and we have some indication that it is potentially a regulatory T-cell driven mechanism. And after two weeks treatment, we indeed see the increase in regulatory T-cells in spleens and um, decrease of CD8 positive T-cells in the pancreatic lymph node. But what we do also see is that those T-regs are actually really quite functional because right. they, it's evidenced by ICOS upregulation in ICOS expression and TGIT expression in both spleen and pancreatic lymph nodes. And if we treat these mice for longer, uh, we see the reduction of insulitis, uh, a better blood glucose, um, uh, levels during OGTT testing and it's actually incidence study is also um, orally available rage antagonist treatment in these mice delays type 1 diabetes significantly uh, or autoimmune like diabetes in these mice um, so we are very um, hopeful moving forward and still um, investigating what are other mechanisms that are responsible for this protection and we are doing this complex experiment at the moment where we are mixing the splenocytes from treated mice together with uh, splenocytes from diabetic animals and we injecting them into not skids and there are of course no T or B cells in these animals and we're just monitoring for diabetes progression and essentially if we see a delay in our um, diabetic splenocytes mixed with uh, oral rage antagonist treated mice um, we, we would expect to see a delay but as I said this experiment is still in progress so mm -hmm. we are just um, uh, very low on numbers at the moment so right. that's in a nutshell it right. and um, uh, thank you very much for talking to me uh, Sugar Science does an amazing work spreading the word thank you. in the um, scientific community of type 1 diabetes you guys do a fantastic job so thank you thank, thank you. you so much yeah. what, what exciting work oh thank you yeah. <laughs> Where do you think the next step lies in terms of taking this to an actual treatment or a possible treatment? For okay, diabetes? so the, the, it's actually, um, so this, this particular drug that I'm presenting here, it's actually already been um, tested in, um, um, in other disease. Right. 
in, in humans right. uh, and it's, it's shown to be safe and um, uh, the toxicity studies obviously have been done. Right. Um, however, at this point in time, we can't quite uh, pro progress with type 1 diabetes. So if, if it's successful um, in the setting that is currently being tested, then we can potentially repurpose the drug. But um, we, and we are testing other uh, potential combinations and of course with the anti-CD3 treatment being approved right. we are considering and currently doing some work with uh, combination treatments with anti-CD3 because we need to be mm. mindful of the fact that this is now a, a, a go-to therapy right. <laughs> so um, we are um, doing some, some work um, mm. regarding that as well so. I'm excited to hear you're doing combinational treatments as well, well That's... and as we have heard today from mm. many um, it's the way to go, right? It is. And it's always has been. It's such a heterogeneous disease. I don't think we have an option of just cherry picking one particular component. We really have to target. And I think um, Mark Atkinson really um, showed it beautifully today, this morning, how we really have to target every single aspect of the disease. So um, it's, yeah, I don't think we have an option. Um, and I'm also really glad because I think historically we looked at insulitis and uh, nod mice and it's quite profound and we look at the measure of pancreatic uh, beta cell function by the reduction or increase of insulitis right. and we historically looked at the humans as not having the insulitis but again he showed very well today that this is not indeed the, the, the so yeah humans still have the level of insulitis that we need to consider so yeah, yeah. that's phenomenal do you have a question i was just curious when you said that uh, this drug is being used in humans and other with other disease states what are those so it has been trialed in um, Alzheimer's disease and um, it's uh, it, it didn't reach the end point but um, uh, uh, yes it's, but uh, like I said it's, it has been actually purchased by a company that is looking at, at that uh, drug in the cancer sort of setting Great. Yeah. Okay. Very interesting. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so thank much. Thank you for talking to yeah. me. Of course.